Hi, this is Erin Pierce, and you are listening to We Meet Again, the podcast. With only a few podcasts in the bank now, I'm slowly beginning to focus on the larger dream I have for both myself and all women. Through my own personal journey, my hope is to touch others who can sense the value in what's being said and maybe feel less alone in their own walk, and we could all use a little more connection. I believe with my whole heart that it is women who hold the key to healing on so many levels, beginning, of course, with yourself. The fact is that what power we hold has been rejected and feared, transmuted, vilified and stolen throughout time. Just let your mind travel as far back as the stories humanity has told, and you can pinpoint very specific moments where a woman was made to appear the cause of the world's ills, the pivot point in our collective downfall. Now ask yourself, who authored these stories? Who stood to gain something from implicating a woman for everything from original sin to the cause of suffering in families? The answer is not as simple as men. The answer holds the key. The good news and something to be proud of is that the persecution, minimization, and guilt women carry is an indicator that we should hold such a force within us it threatens the power structure on a fundamental level in all areas of life, politically, morally, religiously, economically, even energetically. It just shows how great our potential strength and influence is that it had to be met in so many ways throughout history with such oppositional force. And still, it has never been fully contained or destroyed. That is a true testament and one we can actually draw strength from at our most challenging times. Whoever holds us down does so in fear of losing their power, in fear of change, in fear of what a new earth would look like where a woman can stand fully in her, in her power. Every woman knows on a cellular level that our power, when we're allowed to fully come into it, isn't oppressive, it's uplifting. It's not based out of fear. It comes from love. It's not exclusionary. It's all-inclusive. It's a power that changes families and communities, countries, and even the world. Our power doesn't destroy. It heals. Rediscovering it means coming together across all lines, realizing that we've been fooled into holding each other down, and now that story is over, too. No healing at any level on this planet will ever, ever come without women taking their rightful place of honor and power. Oh, I'm going to say that again. No healing at any level on this planet will ever, ever come without women taking their rightful place of honor and power. This is the answer. This is the key. Just like the persecution of women is our downfall, so the rise of women is our salvation. I don't know about you, but in spite of all we've been through, thinking about it in this way, I can already feel the power of that. That thing right there, when you sit with that knowing, there is nothing that can take that away. And that is what they've been after and unable to destroy since the beginning. So now, 
Let me point the conversation a little more specifically to some women who really need our attention. I call this group of women the bad moms. Bad moms of the world, this is for you. So this is a message to all the bad moms of the world. Before we go further, let me first say that any mom who willfully hurts a child in any way, be it physical, emotional, psychological, or financial, these are the real bad moms. But there's a huge bunch of us who unfortunately at times have been lumped into the bad mom category and suffer the label just the same. I'm here to talk about those women. So right now, as you listen, ask yourself if you might be just the sort of woman to make the list. Or maybe you've given this label to someone you've seen or someone that you know. So let's start at the beginning, if we can, of bad moms. Bad moms are the kind who decide they quite enjoy their sexuality and by being sexually active become pregnant, which even before the child comes into the world is growing in the belly of a bad mom. Like a sort of medieval punishment that's meted out to subsequent generations, the child born to the bad mom bears the mark of the illegitimate, the result of a wild and uncontrollable woman who certainly cannot be trusted to raise the child right. And so the bad mom is created right alongside the baby. A family is shamed and often the child is placed for adoption by intimidation and threat. They say, you will not be a good mother to this child. They say, you're doomed by your carelessness and your slutty behavior. So another bad mom will sometimes decide to risk the life of their unborn to give birth without medical conventions like drugs and operating rooms and this thing I like to call the cesarean superhighway of the modern hospital. She will put herself and her baby in peril to give birth in a way that her ancestors always did at home with a midwife and an instinctive sense that her body is fully equipped to handle this natural process from beginning to end. This bad mom may even insist that the baby not be handed off immediately, but rather to be left skin to skin with her to ease the transition into the outside world and thereby seal the bond of the baby to the bad mom. That's some hippie witch shit right there. This bad mom or others like her will, if she survives the heroin natural birth, decide that vaccinating her child selectively and slowly is a better way to ensure her health and development isn't altered permanently by completely safe and effective vaccines preserved in chemicals that are not controversial in any way because the CDC says that all science that questions their safety should be ignored. This kind of mom is a dangerously bad mom as she is endangering the lives of many vaccinated children against lethal diseases like the measles and chickenpox. This is truly a criminally bad mom. Lock her up. Let's turn our discussion now toward the bad moms who don't allow their children to join in the fun at school by insisting they don't eat school lunches filled with Roundup Ready corn. They ruin everything by suggesting the elimination of Gatorade machines and hormone-laced chocolate milk at parent night. Seriously, this bad mom is at the very least extremely annoying and arrogant to suggest that the good moms should themselves worry about just what is in a happy meal. It's happiness, of course, 
Go away, bad mom. Bad mom paradox number 168 with the school lunches. Because there's also the bad mom who has to rely on free and reduced school lunches because money is extremely tight and not everyone has a backyard for a garden or a Whole Foods credit card. These bad moms are guilty of poisoning their children with whatever they can afford as they work three jobs to make rent by the three-day notice or pay the power bill, which always arrives in a pink color on the front door. I cannot believe that they agree with the school that ketchup is a vegetable. And that's just deplorable bad mom behavior. There's no excuse. Hasn't she read anything by Michael Pollan? Now that kind of bad mom often wears more than one black mark. You remember her, don't you? She's the mom you knew who started off married when the kids were really small. They seemed happy back then. But there's this rumor that she decided to leave her hardworking husband for God knows why. She could have, I'm not, you know, suggesting, but you know, maybe she had an affair because she left him. But then there was that one time that the cops escorted him from their home Remember that? And she always canceled playdates at the pool where she would have to bare her arms and legs. It was really weird. She was famously clumsy, too. Once she dropped a baking dish, a big heavy glass baking dish, right on her lip and busted it wide open. Remember she told us that story at the school play? Now that this bad mom is single, good moms have distanced themselves, rightly so, because the only thing more dangerous to the family unit than a bad mom is a single mom. Hold on to your husband, seriously. But don't worry, she'll move away if you ignore her. Let's not forget the bad mom who decides that her children are too good for public school and she homeschools them now, taking hours each week to shuttle them to museums and tide pools, reading and creating a science lab in the garage. She's a weird bad mom and her kids will turn out socially weird too. Just because they're reading Emily Bronte in the third grade doesn't mean they're really learning anything. Bad moms who isolate their kids from the public school system, which is known for its safety, its nurturing environment, its test preparedness, are just plain weird. And they're also bad. And how about the bad mom whose kids might be up to date on shots, might sneak a little candy and fast food in here and there, but who just cannot seem to keep their mouths shut about the sick environment and our government in disarray and the crazy man at the helm of it all. This particular bad mom might take her 13-year-old daughter to a pro-choice rally, explain wage inequality, or bring the whole family on a perfectly good Saturday to pick up trash on the side of the road like some deranged detention workers. The audacity to complain about the country she lives in to her kids I feel so sorry for them, her kids. I think they've been brainwashed to think that climate change is actually real, that racism still exists, and women and people of color are not treated equally. I bet she even talks to her kids about the whole LGBTQ whatever. That reminded me just now of another bad mom. Remember her? She's the one who had a son who just wanted to play with dolls early on and steal her makeup and dress in his sister's clothes. Did you know she just let that happen? Actually, I think she planted that idea in his head entirely. She was such a progressive mom. 
She was practically praying for a transgender kid to legitimize her crazy anti-American, anti-Christian agenda. I hear he is 11 now, and she has pulled him from three schools because he wants to use a different pronoun and wants to be called Stephanie, not Stephen. And he doesn't uh, expect he would be bullied for growing his long hair and wearing lip gloss. I mean, please. Bad moms are ruining children. They're raising a generation of confused kids who are forced to switch their gender because these moms are sick attention hogs who use their children for fame. Oh my goodness, if you think bad moms are just in this country, well, let's talk about the bad moms from Central America. These mothers, and I use this term lightly, are packing up their poor children in the middle of the night. And dad went missing months before. But anyways, they're paying all they have left to smugglers who stick them on the tops of trains headed north to our border. And if they can't pay through money or through their bodies, they just start walking from like as far as Honduras. I mean, have you ever taken a cruise that stops there? Why on earth would anybody leave that paradise? It's gorgeous. The only reason to leave is if you are a bad human and they're coming up in droves for the selfish criminal behavior of trying to seek asylum or swim to safety illegally. Their poor children are taken away from them where they have a fighting chance of getting away from these horrible moms that brought them into the world. My heart breaks for the babies, but at least they're safe in the custody of our border patrol. Here in the USA, where life is good, there's a bad mom who decides that she wants to go back to work a few months after she gives birth because she loves her career. Or she has to work to contribute to her husband's income, which doesn't cover everything. Or she doesn't want to work because she feels it's essential to spend those first years as a stay-at-home mom. Every single one is a bad mom. And the ones who decide not to have children? A special case, but a bad mom nonetheless, because what else is a woman for than to procreate at some point while she is still able? I mean, how selfish can you be? I could go on and on and on about all the bad moms of the world, but all you need to do is look around you. They're literally everywhere. They've infiltrated the government. They're organizing marches, shouting about inhumane detainment, speaking up about sexism and inequality. They're accepting and embracing their child's chosen gender. They're firing their dismissive pediatrician spending dollars based on the principles of environmental and social responsibility. They're filling their children's minds with hopes for a brighter future and demonstrating the importance of taking action by riding on the tops of trains, walking miles through dangerous lands, picketing for bees, organizing cyberbullying meetings at school, taking an extra shift at work, quitting a job just to see a school play, leaving the financial security of an abusive marriage. They stay up late dancing on a dirt floor under a bare light bulb with a baby on their hip, finding joy despite unsafe surroundings. They learn how to bring real sanitary napkins to the girls of their village so they won't drop out of primary school like she once did. 
They make it seem fun to do homework by candlelight. They make toys out of ordinary things and bring imagination and wonder to the most barren of circumstances. They fight. They survive against all odds and they raise the children of the future. Bad moms, this is for you.